0: I got so much energy, dude. It's crazy. Like I woke up at like, I don't know. I woke up at like four, four thirty 30 or so. And then I was kind of laying there for a little bit and I was listening to the Bible because I had to play all night. And then I realized that maybe it was like four, I don't know. And then I turned it off. Cause I'm like, this is probably why I'm not sleeping right now. I'm listening to this. I'm like, I'm going to try and sleep, but then I couldn't sleep. So I just got up and I left the house like <laughs> probably like a little bit before five. Come out and worship. So I've been sitting in the in the Walmart parking lot, and uh yeah, it's crazy. Like not living in sin is is like the big. It's the biggest. It's it's nuts, man. And like we got to be serving God to do it; otherwise, it doesn't work or it doesn't stay. Um. And we can do a lot of things in our own strength, but it's it's that same way, it's temporary. So it's like one trusting God for that any sin stuff to go and also like serving God in in the sense of like I'm not just talking about in your like alone time and stuff and just in your work and and, and whatever, but I I mean like just like actively pursuing people and being open to what God wants to do like pursuing the lost man in um, you know whether it's in church whether it's at work whether it's out in stores whether it's grocery shopping and um, being open to to what he wants to do um, <laughs> this I, there was a dude, uh, I probably talked about it on here several months ago, I don't know when that would have been, it must have been in May, somewhere, yeah, so it's, that's more than a few months ago, but, um, I got this feeling like I should go to Walmart, and, like, I knew I was going to pray for some people, but I didn't know, you know, so I was just going to start going for it, and it was like, uh, I was just walking through, and I could feel everybody's brokenness, it was strange, like something was heightened, you know, and so I'm walking by people, but it was like the Lord was like being on purpose about telling me like, no, no no, no, like even though I could see how bro, it was like he didn't want me to pray for him because it was like I felt that with every person I walked by and there was, I'm sure there was some people that were fine but for the most part like I could like hear what everybody was thinking, it was strange and um, anyways, I go back through the clothes and I see this dude that I knew and he was just drunk, he was there with one of his, but, and he was just kinda of rowdy, you know, I could tell he was messed up. And I'd seen him uh out selling drugs by this house where I used to live. And all these other kids would always be messed up and he looked always real sober and scary. He looked scarier than everybody else. He had this look in his eyes like he had killed some people or something, you know. And uh he was younger than me then too. He was probably eighteen, seventeen. Um you could just tell he had done some bad stuff anyways I saw that dude and he's drunk in Walmart and I walked right up and I can't now I couldn't tell you how it went but within a few minutes of talking with him I got some sort of prophetic word of knowledge some stuff I shouldn't have known and um, the Lord just touched him and he was crying man And he ended up coming to church um, that following Sunday. And it was just, uh, it was powerful, man. And anyways, hadn't seen the dude in a while. And uh, this morning I go down in my basement and he's like on meth or something down there in my basement. And uh, he was there with another dude. And I don't know the meth or coke or Adderall or something. I don't know, but I was, I was just doing laundry, man. I was like, hey, man, haven't seen you in a while. He's like, hey, and uh, did I? I didn't see him doing drugs or anything. But you're not going to be awake at 4:30 in the morning on a week, on a weekday, you know, just chilling, having some beers, looking dead sober, and smiling like. I've seen people on all sorts of different drugs, so they're they were they were on some kind of uppers and uh <clears throat> anyways i just I kind of did my laundry and I went upstairs and and I was thinking man should i should I go back down there and I didn't I did not go back down there I was like, man, I'm just gonna leave, I'm gonna go <laughs> and <laughs> worship the Lord, but that was strange, uh so I might move, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's a whole, that's a whole other thing, but, uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy to see that guy, and I think that was, even in itself, even though I didn't, uh, say anything to him, like, I, I think that was a God thing, that was probably extremely convicting for, for both those guys, so, yeah, it's bizarre how things, uh, you know, <laughs> it's bizarre how th- things and people can, can come back around. And, um, yeah. So it's very interesting, man. Um, gosh, with the marketing stuff, I had this, I think I was talking about this some on here yesterday too, but basically this lady called me and she was with a radio station and she was trying to sell me advertising. And right away I knew I was like, I gotta be nice. I got to try to be nice because I'm going to tear this lady up. And um, and she was a nice lady, man. She was probably a Christian. She was probably in her 50s. Um, you know, just nice. But right away, I started asking questions, different things. And if I could see the numbers on different things in the website, and I started sharing some stuff with her about the numbers I do from Facebook stuff, and I just, we went on for 10, 15 minutes, and she was going to send me an email, I don't even think she did after that, because she just kind of knew, like, I don't think this guy's going to buy anything from us, he, <laughs> um, and, like, I, I checked out their Facebook page, because I was like, are you guys running Facebook ads, or are you thinking about using your Facebook page as a way to market to people, because it's actually more people would see it than are listening to the radio, and, um, and I looked, and there's like 500 people following it, and I'm like, "Oh God," you know. And uh so we talked a little bit more. Because 500 is not a lot. If you're a radio station, you could spend 10 to 15 thousand dollars, and you could grow your radio station to 30 thousand, forty thousand followers, and then you could basically pay. Um, businesses, I would pay them. That's why I was like, if they had forty, fifty thousand 50,000 people following their Facebook page, which they should for a radio station, I would, I would pay a couple hundred bucks a month to be on there regularly. No problem on their, like to put my glory work stuff on their Facebook page, but they don't. And it's like, dude, I'm like, I need to just do that. Like, so God, that's a good idea. I could just totally start like a radio station, but just do it only on social media. Nobody's doing that here. I would, I'd basically have free reign over like an hour radius of Alexandria. It would, it would hit like five major cities. I don't know, man. I might do that. Don't steal that idea. There's a patent on it. I'm just, I'm just kidding. You go for it. But, um, yeah. So I'd, I, I want to get back into, that was a random tangent there. My brain's in like creative mode, I think. So yeah, I, I put a, I put this video out there saying that I would do, um, marketing meetings with people to train their team or train their, you know, train the business owner, train an employee, whoever on running Facebook ads and just using Facebook in general. For their business, and I think I'm really going to keep pushing that. You know, even if I spend a couple grand on advertising, it's kind of like whatever. And a uh, hundred bucks an hour is not like for me now. That's not squat. I'm really just doing that to kind of get my foot in the door and see what's out there. Um, but really, I could, I I could and should within the next six months be charging like a thousand dollars two thousand dollars you know for a for an afternoon conference or a morning conference um to basically just work with their team which sounds crazy unless you've worked in that world but that's that's totally reasonable for your time um for doing that kind of stuff especially with like just the amount that I've worked with it and actually used it and actually spent like advertising money on Facebook and just the amount with, with the free advertising too, I've worked with business pages. Um, so I don't know what that's going to look like, dude. Cause I, I like that stuff and it's not even like, I like doing it. I like advertising, but it's the deception. It's a deception that is there with it right now that I hate. And I, there's, we love, as Christians, right, we love destroying the works of the devil. There's something fun about it, man. There's something exciting about it. And um, it's awesome, man. Like, we like praying for people. We like encouraging people. We like sharing the word of God. We like preaching. We like singing songs. Everybody has their own things, right? Right. But it's like, that's what's going to give us the most joy is helping people. And I love the thought of holding like a day long conference and just tearing down lies, man. Not even so much the training aspect of it, but just, hey, this is why you should no longer be paying money to that radio station unless they change their tactics you should no longer be paying money to those print advertising people unless they change their tactics because they know it's not working. That's the thing. If those companies, if the higher up people in those companies didn't know, then I'm not mad at them. I'm not. But if they do know, then I am mad at them. And I'm not mad at them as people. I'm mad at the devil because he's convinced them for money to do the dirty thing and to keep going with their old ways cuz it's easy. And if you're going to be a Christian, man, and if you're going to do the right thing, you got to do what's hard and you got to learn the new things cuz you you want to help people. And I think that could go for a lot of different <laughs> a lot of different areas, but I'm talking about advertising and marketing, I guess, but I I, I suppose that could go to a, a lot of things, but I feel really passionate about this stuff man so i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep preaching it on my marketing page because it's it's probably a way better outlet than this. um you guys would just get insanely bored. I'm gonna try to use this podcast for sharing testimonies and stuff, but I'm sure it'll be it'll be random things at times um, so anyways, bless you guys. if you made it to the end of this, I'd be surprised unless you were like owned a business or something so I'll probably title it some kind of business thing God bless you have a good day I drive so ridiculously cautious like all the time now and uh, especially when the roads are bad right but even when they're not bad I kind of drive like a grandma like uh, I feel I feel like a lot of times I'm in like super high, Alert mode, and I'm just scanning. You know, <laughs> like, I'm just looking for for problems. <laughs> kind of letting everybody else go like a little bit faster than me. That way, if somebody's gonna crash, it's gonna be them. <laughs> the uh, when uh, when I got started with the marketing company, we take it to the cross. You know, I had one car and the first week that I didn't have a job, I was doing go- I was like, man, I made five hundred bucks this week and I was driving to Moorhead to go make a video and I noticed my car was being kind of weird. And then uh, on the way home from Moorhead my clutch went out. It's like a two thousand dollar repair. All I had was two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, well, you know, I think maybe I should get a different car. So, got a different car. That car made it about a week or so, and that clutch went out. Not as much of a repair. It was like $1,200. So, somebody I was living with, he loaned me like 1000 bucks. So, I was paying him back on it. I think like 100 bucks a month or so. But I was so dang careful with driving that car. And ever since, like that did not change. (laughs) With the, with, now it's like, I have three of them, so I could crash two technically and I'd be okay. The one's still at the mechanic, it's been there for a couple months because they're trying to find a gas tank, but, so even though there's a lot more cushion room now, I'm still just like, extremely cautious. And I've still gotten into accidents and went in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's interesting, man. It's like when the stakes are, are higher, we'll be a lot more careful. Right now, there's a guy driving like five feet behind me. He probably doesn't own his own business. He can crash that thing and he'd, he'd still get to work tomorrow. <laughs> It's interesting though. So, how can that be a message? I've just kind of been rambling. Okay, so when we know that the stakes are high in regards to our own salvation and the salvation of the people that we're interacting with on a daily basis, when we know, is extremity a word? I don't think I'd be using it right if I was to say it. When we know how extreme the situation is, um, we'll be a lot more cautious and we'll be a lot more aware of what we're doing and what we're saying and how we're interacting with people and what we're doing with our time and what we're pursuing. Um... Like when we walk into the grocery store and there's a thought in our mind like, man, some of these people are going to hell. Some of these people are, not, not even that, some of these people are living in hell. Right now, their everyday is hell. Like that lady's getting beat by her husband. She doesn't know what's going to happen when she gets home tonight. Or that guy's like helplessly addicted to drugs and he he might not even make it another day, man. He doesn't know if he's going to be in jail tomorrow or in the hospital or dead. All sorts of stuff, man. And how do we, like... How do we care? I think it's like the Lord continuing to reveal Himself to us throughout our life and what we choose to do with that as far as seeking Him because we can get convicted about stuff and not respond and I think we've all done it we've all been in that spot where something we've had a feeling like a pull on our heart and we didn't really respond or repent or do anything different about it Um, but when we do when we do change things um, dude that's powerful that's where we start to get compassion when we start to move on those things we'll start to care even more man God wants us to care he doesn't want us to be walking around like whatever like he doesn't want us to, to just walk by like he doesn't want us to be the person that just walked by man like that story of the dude in the Bible and like everybody else just walked by but then the one guy that was from the nation that was supposedly all dirtbags or known for being dirtbags that guy that was from that nation he was the one that came and helped who was in the right man it wasn't all the other people with the titles and positions and backgrounds that came from the right families it it was the one that that actually stopped and helped them, man Man, if we want to be, because we all want to help with the big things, we all want to be the person that runs in and, you know, if somebody's tr- trying to kidnap somebody and we're the guy that calls 911 or we're the lady that calls 911 or we're the person that goes and punches them in the mouth and stops the kidnapping or we, we all want the big stuff and the person that runs in and saves somebody out of the fire, but it's like, man, the only way we're going to be faithful in those situations is if we're faithful in the little ones that's why I drive so careful. (laughs) I'm just kind of messing with you. Kind of not, but kind of am. That's how we we went on to that from there. What was I going to say? Oh, there was a job that canceled tonight. At first I was thinking, I was like, ah, that's not how it should be. Because... I went to Brainerd to do a $200 job and then I was supposed to go do another $200 job and then I had another $200 job tonight that I was going to do when I got home. But the the middle $200 job was right pretty close to Brainerd so it made a lot more sense for me to do it today and not spend the money on the gas to go back out there. So my first reaction in the flesh was like, it was that. It was like, no! But I was like, all right, that sounds good. And the guy had something going on with his mom, you know. His mom was sick or something. And uh, I really could have been like, hey, man, could I pray for your mom? <laughs> that probably would have been the, the right thing to do there. Uh, but I, I didn't say anything to the guy. I was like, no, man, I totally understand. You know, well, we can do it another day. And, uh, but in the flesh, you know, the way I was feeling was from the devil. So I had to, like, take that captive. And then, and then what I realized right away, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be able to make it to young adults. I'm going to be a little bit late because I'm all the way in Brainerd. But uh, I'll still be able to make it. So that will be pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there was more to this. It's been really cool connecting with other business owners um, the Lord is just doing something amazing man. I really like helping people with their businesses and just encouraging people and all that stuff I got an offer from a guy to partner with them on something and I'm not going to do it I I had two weeks to think about it but I'm. it only took me about six hours and I realized no that just doesn't sound interesting to me. <laughs> I'd rather do something else So, but I'm glad I took the time to think about it, because right away I was like, oh yeah, this is like a really good idea, you know? But then I realized, I was like, no, that's not, that's not my thing, man, that's his thing. Um, So that's, that's cool. It's important to think about stuff and pray and fast and seek the Lord and not just to seek the Lord for answers, because we want the specific answers, but what we need is just the presence of God and whatever that looks like, man stuff He's going to show us in the alone, in the alone time, is not, you you don't know what you're looking for, (laughs) I mean, sometimes you do, sometimes you need clarity on something, but a lot of times you just, we just need God, like, like 95% of the time, we just need to be alone with the Lord, and like, whatever He shows us is what He shows us, man, it's like, you know, you're, you're sticking your hand in the cookie jar, and not just cookies in there, man. There's a lot of different things in there. So let's keep our hand in the cookie jar, man, even when we don't know what we're going to get so we can keep it real and, and, uh, and have godly character and, and love the people around us. So yeah. Anyways, God bless you guys. I got back like probably like 45 minutes late for young adults and I pulled in and, like, I drove through the parking lot and I saw people walking around. And I'm like, I think there'd any the, the whole message that was going on was kind of basically done. And uh, <laughs> I knew I'd just be playing games and talking with people about the weather. So I didn't, I didn't do it. And uh, I, like, went and shoveled the roof of this factory instead. And I get down at the very end, and, um, I see people walking around, like, on the other side of the building, I saw their shadows, and it was, one of them was Gabe Anderson's son, and the other one was my friend Vance's son, and, uh, it was totally a god thing, man, it was just a brief, hey, how's it going, And, and that was it, but, like, I didn't know for sure you know I was like I kind of felt like maybe I was supposed to go to the young adults even though it would have just been like playing games and like not really talking about anything but I kind of felt like I wasn't supposed to go too because like I don't know I just I didn't think I should and um, those guys were only down there for like ten minutes shoveling and I was only down there for like five minutes so like the fact that we crossed paths was insane like that's like a five minute window out of a 24 hour day like could have been anywhere in there and uh, it's pretty darn cool man and uh, Gabe Anderson's son I see him He's, he's really on fire you know he's like 17, 18 I'm not really sure but the Lord's doing something cool With the kids in this town. It's awesome. And uh, it's like, man, they want the real thing. Like, you can't just have a youth group with a bunch of games and stuff. Like, it's got to be the real thing, man. It's got to be the presence of God, you know. Uh, And, like, getting focused outward. I think that's such a such a huge thing, not with just youth, but with, um, you know, everybody. It's like, a lot of times it's structured, like, in a way that's not godly, where it's like, it's kind of set up in a way where we just come in and we're like dependent on the church, you know, so we come in and we're really just dragging and not doing good, and then we start to do better, and then we just like slip out and fall away, because, we weren't encouraged to go out and pursue people and share Jesus with people we just were working on getting ourselves better and then we left (laughs) it's real God's got something way better man I just I love shoveling because like it's like my head just gets totally cleared out. It's such a good workout. It's crazy. And um, I was telling Vance tonight I was talking to him. Like, man, it's like I feel like at least three or four times a week honestly, like lately, almost every day at least once or twice I feel like I die out there. It's like part of that too was getting hypothermia I think I've had hypothermia way more than I realized I I started to figure out what was going on about a week and a half ago I'm like I'm getting hypothermia that's what this is from the ice dam steamer because you start to get wet and then you're cold and you don't realize how cold you are because you can keep working but it's actually part of it's hypothermia but that's actually a good thing too there's people that go swimming in ice water like regularly like ice baths and stuff. You got to be careful, so you're not in that place for too long. But it's like everything else shuts off, man. And uh, I feel like I can like think and process things rationally without all the noise and my feelings and emotions. And it's like I'm like that's a good place to make decisions from. And they talk about, in the book of Acts, praying and fasting and choosing uh, leaders in different things, different areas of the church. Um, it's such a huge part of it, man, because it's like every other voice has to be shut down completely in order for us to, like, totally, clearly, 100% hear the voice of God, and uh, its it takes practice, man, it takes work, like, I don't think we figure it out until that day, either we die or the rapture happens, and um, so it's a growing thing, not that, like, we gotta have issues, but, like, there's always gonna be more that we can grow in. I want to, um and I don't know what it'd look like, but I want to start something. I want to do something um like a young adults group, but like really like hardcore like presence of God stuff, like not really, not really like the... the the time slot that it's blocked out for each week, like like people aren't in there, you know, just kind of talking about whatever, but it's like actual like two hours of just straight substance, like worship, prayer, even if it's just listening to the Bible, man, and walking around and praying. I've thought about that too, man, just setting up speakers in my living room and just like, all right, guys, once a week, we're going to rip through one of the Gospels and then the book of Acts. We'll go through all five of them back to back and we'll just let it play. We're going to come for two hours. You can pray, you can sing, whatever. We're going to have that Bible cranked the whole time. Like, man, I just feel like the Lord would move. And then, like, if people want to roll up early, if people want to stay late and talk and have food and whatever, like, cool, man. But I want to do something with some real, like, substance to it. And, like, man, I, wanna, I want something I can bring people to. And I think I just got to start it, man. And, um. I don't really like that. Like, I don't like committing to a weekly thing and leading it. Um, And I have done it, but I haven't done it a ton. And especially, like, running multiple businesses, you know. I basically got to just leave the whole day open if I'm going to do that. So, I don't know. I don't quite know what it'll look like. But I want to do something, man. I need somewhere to bring the really broken people, like I need to, somewhere to bring the lukewarm people, kind of everywhere in between, I need somewhere to bring the really on fire people that are like craving more, because I feel like I can't, there's people I can't bring to the our young adults group at Reach Church, it just won't help them. And like, there's a lot of people that will. Like, a lot of people just need friends, man. But, uh, man, there's people I just won't bring there because I know it's not going to help them at all. There's not enough substance. There's not enough, like, it's like the presence of God is not strong enough to cast out their demons. I, I'm talking about some really messed up people, man. <laughs> you need, You need something... That's just going to whack them over the head, man. And it, I can't do it. But, like, man, if we get a bunch of people together praying and worshiping and listening to the Bible, I think that would do it. So, we'll see what happens. But, anyways, I'm just kind of ranting. I feel like I could just fall asleep right now. I'm going to sleep like a baby. So, God bless you guys.